Yes, this is a very weird commandment. Which was? So this week, Parashat Re'eh, and I'll just mention what we talked about last year. Last year's video was about the mitzvah of tzedakah. What is it really about? We'll link that video at the end of this video. Make sure you take a look. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please like it, comment on the video. And if you haven't yet, please consider subscribing to our channel and help us grow it. Now, this week, I want to discuss a very interesting puzzle we find towards the beginning of the Parsha, beginning of Perak Yudbet, where Moshe Rabbeinu tells Am Yisrael that once they reach Eretz Yisrael, they have to destroy all the Avodah Zarah and everything that is linked to Avodah Zarah in the different cities, on the different mountains, on the different hilltops. And right after those troops took him, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Lo You should not do this to Hashem. And the big question about this is, what is Moshe Rabbeinu saying? What is even the Habamina? What is even the thought to do these kind of things to our tradition, to our mitzvahs, to what they're recommended about in Har Sinai, to everything they have with them, to the Mishkan that they have with them? What is the reasoning behind this puzzle? Why would Amishrael even think that they have to destroy the Mishkan? What is Moshe Rabbeinu actually saying in this puzzle that you shouldn't do this to Hashem? Why is he saying this? What is this pasuk about? What is this commandment about? Yeah, that definitely doesn't seem like a needed commandment to tell us not to destroy things of a Kaddish Baruch. So what's really going on there? But I think if we continue reading just a little bit and then go back again, it helps us understand the full context because the next words are, don't do this to Hashem. What should you do? Ki'im, what should you do? Elamakom, to the place that Hashem will choose. That's where you should hope to come to. That's where you should come and be. What does that have to do with not destroying? Don't destroy Hashem, but go to his place. Well, what's going on here? If we take a step back, we'll notice that the concept of the place, the places where there are Avodah Zarah, the places is a motif that keeps repeating itself. And by the way, will repeat itself again and again from here on. The whole Parsha is filled with the place that Hashem chose. The Pasuk starts by saying we should get rid of the places where the Avodah Zarah was. Why do we have to get rid of the places? Let's get rid of the Avodah Zarah itself. If the Avodah Zarah is gone, we're there instead. What does the place have to do with anything? But it's more than that. It goes into a description of what were these places like? They were on the high mountains, on the flourishing trees. And this description is maybe trying to tell us something. There's a reason why the Avodah Zarah was on the high mountains. Because it was part of their understanding that to give the Avodah Zarah, which has no meaning of itself, to give it value, you to give it meaning you have to put it in a place which respects it a place which gives it meaning the role of the place was to give value to create and invent value around something which had no value so you put it in a special place, in the high mountains, in these places. It's not like that with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Don't look to build the Mikdash in the highest mountain, in the most beautiful place. There's one thing you need to be looking for. And this will repeat itself again and again on the parsha. It's not about the external setting. It's not about what this looks like on the outside, which makes one place more special than the other or more fit than the other. It's one one simple thing, El Hamakom Asher Hashem, where Hashem will choose to put His name, Leshichnot Hidreshu. What does that mean, Leshichnot Hidreshu? I think it comes from the word Shechina, right? Why are we heading for that place? What makes that place value? The Shechina. We want the Shechina. We want to be where the Shechina is. In other words, we want to be where you want to be. We want to be where you decide has value. And this is why we have to destroy these places, because these places weren't coincidental. 
They weren't just, oh, the Avodah Zarah happened to be here. They symbolize Avodah Zarah. They symbolize focusing on that external thing, focusing on what things look on the outside and sanctifying that and using external things to invent and create some fake sort of spirituality. The true Avodah Hashem is that there is such a thing as a place that has value. There is such a thing as a spiritual place. And Am Yisrael is just about to enter Eretz Yisrael into this special place. But you know what makes that place special? One thing. Not that it looks special on the outside necessarily. It's one thing. Especially when we're coming there, we're coming into Eretz Yisrael, we're starting to see value in place. In the desert, no place really meant anything. But we're coming into a place that has value. There's a higher risk of looking at these mountains and watching what all the goyim around us did and how they made special places and sort of imitating that. And therefore, we have to destroy these places. Lota sun ken la Hashem is not don't destroy the places of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Of course not. Don't try to imitate what the Goyim were doing for their idols to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Here it's different. For HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're looking at one thing. What does he want? What is his place? What has he chosen which you should sanctify? Very good. I like what you're saying how Moshe Rabbeinu is actually telling Am Yisrael not to do the same thing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu versus actual things that the idol worshippers were doing for their idols. We shouldn't idolize that way external things around us because finally we've gotten to the place we were waiting to get to. Like you were saying, the desert was a no place. Finally, we are in the place we were intending and wanted to get to. So maybe here we should look around us in the same way they were sanctifying things around them. We should also by us. But no, it's not about that. It's about what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants and what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to sanctify things. What is the Makom HaSharif HaShem? And as we know, really, the place has a lot of impact on a person. We've discussed this before, but also it's worth mentioning again, the famous Gemara about that had to go to Gaulus and he went to places where from being one of the top Tamilei Chachamim Am Yisrael had Rabban Yochanan Ben Zakai said that he was one of his best students he ended up losing and forgetting all of his Torah because he got carried away after the place he was in because of the impact the place had on him and the Gemara continues on to teach us the famous Mishnah and Avos that that if you already have to go to Gaulus you should go to a place where there's Torah around you so that the Torah will keep you and guard you the same way that Yaakov Avinu went before he went down to Egypt made sure to send Yehuda in front of him to establish a base midrash over there, to establish it as a place of Torah. And also on the other side of things, the same way the Gemara says that when the Shekhinah went to Gaulus, when the base of midrash was destroyed, also Sanhedrin went to Gaulus. The same way the Shekhinah had 10 stations, so too did the Sanhedrin have 10 stations. Meaning to say that even though the place that we were looking for and we had to go to in order to reconnect and connect to Hashem again, even though that place is now in Gaulus, the Sanhedrin, the Torah went with it. So we should still, again, make sure we're always reconnecting to the Torah. We're always keeping ourselves connected to the Torah in order to keep that place around us so that place will have an impact on us, the good impact on us so that we will learn from it and keep our lives in line with the Torah, in line with what we have to fulfill in this world. And as we're now, there's always the famous argument throughout the generations that has provided material for many drushes between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where we ended up Tisha B'Av saying, where the end of Megillat Eicha, after the destruction, after the Chuban, we turn to Hashem and out of depression, we say, we can't do this anymore. We need your help to pull us back to you. And here we are three weeks later, beginning of Chodesh Elul, where the theme of Chodesh Elul is Shuva Elai Shuva Alechem. Return to me and then I will return to you. Where it's up to us to take that first step. And as I said, throughout the generations, many rabbis have discussed the dynamics between the two from the time of the Gemara until our days today. But really, when you look at the calendar of the year, we end off Tisha B'Av with that famous Posuk of Hashivenu Hashem Elecha. And we start Elul just three weeks later with Shuva Elai Shuva 
Shalichem. As something happens in these three weeks, maybe it's the break we take in Ben Azmanim. Maybe it's a little holiday, a little vacation we have. But the whole idea behind Chodesh Elul is this idea of reconnecting and connecting back to Gadosh Baruch Hu, which is the essence of having that place where we go to. As you were saying, the whole parak, the whole parsha is filled with mitzvahs around that place, around the importance there is for a place where we can go and connect to. And even though really Elul is about Shuvah Elayda, we have to take the first step. We know also Elul is a Melech Basadeh, the king is in the field. He already left his place. He already came out of his place towards us. And since HaKadosh Baruch Hu is already there in the field, it's just up to us to do that small little tiny step to reconnect. We just have to take that tiny step in order for him to pull us back towards him, to pull us back geographically, physically, and also spiritually. You know, speaking about searching for HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, and Tshuva, it's interesting that the place defined over and over in the parsha is actually not defined. It's Hamakom Asher Yivcha. It wasn't chosen. He will choose it. Why not just tell us, you know, what this place is and say, you know, Yerushalayim, say Beit HaMikdash, whatever it is. If that's what you want, then just say that. And we know we've seen this before. We've seen this by Avram Avinu where he says, Lech Lecha El Aretz Asher Eka, and with the Akeda when he tells him, to the mountain I'm going to show you. Why not say the place? And I think maybe because if it was a name, if it was a place, then again, we would be focused on the external side of it. When we're told the place which I will choose. It's also a continuous thing. It's not just a physical place that was created and, and let's just find that place. It's the fact that I'm continuously searching. So what is this place? What is this place that you're that you're choosing? Why are you choosing it? And, and I'm in a constant search looking to find that place, looking to find what is this place that you want? What is the place in my life? What is this place in the world that you want? Having that as an open search turns this into not just some physical place we're going to, which by the way, Avram Avinu was going to Eretz Yisrael even before he got the commandment of Lech Lecha, as the Pasuk describes, but now was going to something entirely different. It wasn't that same Eretz Knan he was going to with his father at the beginning. This was El Ha'aretz Asher Areka, and this is El HaMakom Asher Yivchar Hashem. It's not just another place like the idols, like everything that the Goyim were doing in Eretz Yisrael, with many, many places and many, many idols. It's that search, it's that relationship, it's that I'm constantly searching for that makom searching as we spoke about last week. It's a question. It's an open question which is constantly driving me to search and look deeper and deeper. Not just see the external side of what it is, but see the essence and dig deeper into the meaning behind it and what does Hashem want from me and from that place. Wonderful. And as we say by us many times, it's like a cellular phone that continues to search for a better reception, even though we don't know what's happening. It's still happening in the background with the technology. It's always looking for a better reception, for a better place it can connect to. Same thing with us. We have to always continue looking for that connection to that reconnection to find that place that we can reconnect, the place we can deepen our reception and our connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but we're out of time. And as I said, we'll link last year's video right now. And Yitzhi Shkoyach. to you. Shabbat Shalom. For more Talking Torah videos on different topics, check out our YouTube channel.